In a time when film criticism is as provocative as ever, Feelin' Film ventures to change the discussion from what we hate about a film to what we love about it. We judge more on emotional experience than technical merit, because every movie makes us feel something. Welcome, listeners, to this Feelin' It episode of the Feelin' Film podcast. I'm Aaron, and I am here tonight with a couple of awesome guest co-hosts with me to talk about the new science fiction film from Luke Besson, that is Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. I think that's all the words in the title. Um, With me are Blaine Grimes and Emmanuel Noisette uh, of Eman's Movie Reviews. Thanks for being here, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. So... Listeners, we decided that we we would uh, get together and just kind of quickly give you some spoiler-free thoughts on how our experience with Valerian went. We know that many of you out there are interested in this film. It's hard not to be when you've seen the previews and the gorgeous visuals on your screen. Um, and we just want to try and give you the answers you need to decide whether or not this is something that is worth for worth it for you to spend your money on. We can't make that decision for you, but we can hopefully inform you. Um, E-Man's very good at doing this, so <laughs> he's going to be my baseline for keeping us spoiler-free. All right, gentlemen, uh, I love that you're both here because you guys come from kind of different backgrounds as far as your your film. I don't want to say educations, but your, your leanings. Blaine has a, a very how do I say this in a non pretentious way? Um, <laughs> Blaine likes a lot of foreign films and um, has, a, has a much more diverse palette than most of us that review movies for a living um, or for a hobby. And E-Man is very, very plugged in to the current culture of blockbusters, superhero films, um, like deep, deep in it. He's, he's your man for new, new news and hot takes. So, Hopefully, with these different perspectives, that will also help us out. So, guys, let's just go and get started. Um, I'm going to do this three question style. So, I'm going to we're going to all answer three questions, and I, I think this should get this done. So, Eman, I'm going to start with you. What were your expectations for Valerian, and did it meet your expectations, and why or why not? So, uh, you know, the funny thing is, everyone that would talk to me about this movie or ask me questions about this movie we all had the same conclusion and expect expectations about this which was awesome visuals weak story and that's exactly what i think we got um you know i've been a fan of you know Bassan's work before um fifth element is one of those movies i could just play it let it repeat and i'll still enjoy it um and I think with this movie, you go in there, the 3D element is there, the colors, the visuals. I mean, I've called it basically a roller coaster for your eyeballs because it's just that much of a visual ride. And there's a lot of intention in terms of making this a visual experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the story was lacking. It was very predictable. Um 
and I, I don't know. I mean, I guess we might go into some other stuff later, but those are my expectations. And I think if anyone thought the same thing, what you see in the trailer is what you get, except you get more visual stuff because obviously it's in 3D and you're just going to, you know, experience a little bit more visually. So you got to see a screening in 3D. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. What about you, Blaine? Did yours did yours go yeah, in three D? Mine was in three D as well. Okay, mine was as well. And I, I would have to agree and echo what you're saying, Emmanuel, that it is it is definitely a very good three D film. Um it's mm-hmm. one of you know, it actually uses uh, the technology for once and it's not necessarily a gimmick. Um it does help it and enhance it because it's such a visually just stunning movie. Blaine, what about you? What were your expectations going into it? Yeah, I'm going to end up echoing a lot of what Eman said, but it's pretty uncommon these days for us to get a new property of this size and scope with this kind of budget. So this was something that, that this is something that doesn't happen a lot. So that that alone had me excited. That and that coupled with my love of sci-fi and space operas had me had me pretty excited. But at the same time, I was also wary because I I knew going in that Besson has a tendency to create films that, like Eman said, are beautiful yet very flawed, visually stunning, but maybe a little bit lacking in in story development. And I think that is exactly what we got. But I I would say my relationship with this film is complicated because I did enjoy it quite a bit in spite of all of its faults. It did feel like a breath of fresh air to me because it's not part of any cinematic universe or trilogy or anything like that. And I enjoy a lot of those films. I really, really enjoyed Spider-Man Homecoming. But this just felt like a nice break from that. So uh, if that's something that you are looking for, if you're a little bit worn out on cinematic universes or trilogies, or if you just want a, a change of pace, but you still want something that is a silly, big, dumb, fun thrill ride, then this is this is the movie for you, I would say. Yeah, I think I think you guys are nailing it. Um, we seem to be pretty much in lockstep. I had the same expectations. I expected it to be gorgeous. I expected it to blow my eyeballs away, and I expected the story to be lacking. Um, I also highly expected the acting to be completely poor, and I thought that uh, Cara Delevingne—I don't know how to say her last name—I'm um, gonna just go with Delevingne—would uh, be not up to the task to be honest uh, she's i think she's a modeling background uh, the only time i'd ever seen her before was as a very scary ma- mermaid in the movie pan so I, I didn't know much about her and i just thought yeah this she's there for looks and and that's about it so for me i was my expectations for the visual side of it were met or exceeded uh it was gorgeous like you said e-man there's so much that's not even shown in the trailers and the trailers the trailers did a very good job for this film because they give you an expectation for where the story is going to go, and the story does not go that way. And I thought that the story went in an, in an entertaining and interesting direction, and I actually enjoyed the way that it played out, uh, very much so. Um, I don't know that I enjoyed the way in which... I, I enjoyed... I, how do I word this? I enjoyed the story itself, like the the what exactly is happening. I didn't enjoy the way in which they gave me (laughs) the story. So I, there's, I have to separate those things. Um, so, you know, for me, my expectations, I was, I was let down. I was disappointed. I still like it. 
I still enjoyed it. I still I give it, I'll give it like a three stars because I did have fun. I was entertained, and the universe is so cool, guys. I I don't know about you, but the different species that we saw created and the sci-fi concepts that were being explored here were completely fascinating. And I think part of my disappointment or the tone of why my disappointment about when I talk about this movie is because there was so much potential for this to just be the next quote unquote star Wars. And I unfortunately don't think that's what we're going to get unless we completely recast the two leads. (laughs) So I don't know. What about you guys? What did you give me a couple things you really loved and you really hated? Um, I mean, the species were the very first thing that stuck out to me. Like when they did the whole, um, there are a lot of aliens in this movie. So just the different variety that they show you, I thought was really unique, really cool. Um, you know, echoing what you said, I liked the sci-fi elements, the technology that they implemented. Um, the, yeah, I, I absolutely like that. Now, uh, the parts that I didn't like, I didn't, I kind of disagree. I kind of liked Kara uh, Delevingne or whatever. I thought for the role that she had, she did fine. You know, it wasn't really a very expansive role. I wasn't feeling Dane. Um, he just doesn't feel right for this role. It's so weird. Like, I can't tell if he's doing like a Keanu Reeves impersonation the entire time. That is exactly, it is exactly what I felt like. No, I thought it was just me, but like, (laughs) it's just so weird because he, he, he acts like that all the time. And I'm like, is that your actor's voice or is that your everyday voice? I don't know, but it's weird and it's distracting. And because of that, I never could get into the chemistry that they're trying to talk about between him and uh and Kara. So uh, that and I kind of had like a love-hate relationship in terms of uh, uh or a love-hate feeling with Rihanna. I mean, I liked what they did with her character, but I thought that it felt kind of fillerish, you know, kind of like when we're watching animes and they're like, "Hey, let's take a time out and do this whole segment over here." Okay. <laughs> back to the actual story now yeah so mm, it's fine it's fan service it is what it is um but at the end of the day you know it was like you guys did very good with what you knew was going to be your strong suit which was the visuals um the high-speed chases stuff like that it was cool it was entertaining at the end of the day yeah rihanna's stuff was extremely neat visually like the whole sequence with her is just is that's kind of one of those cinematic reasons you go to the movies. Like that's one of the reasons you want to go see things on a big screen is for scenes like that with a lot of color and, and neat CGI happening. Um, and, and really well done CGI actually. Blaine, what about you? Any, any highlights or low, low points? I agree with, with all of that. And I just have to emphasize again, how visually stunning it is. There are a lot of movies that you hear, Oh, it's visually stunning. It's beautiful. And it may or may not live up to the hype. This one does. I promise you. If nothing else, it is visually stunning, especially in 3D. There were several times when when my jaw dropped open because something was just so beautiful. So it definitely is worth worth seeing if if that's your thing, if that's what you want to see. And then the 
opening sequence is brilliant. For me, this is a movie like a lot of Besson's movies. There are the screenplay, the script is very uneven, very flawed. Dialogue can be a little bit clunky, but there are always flashes of brilliance in his films where I'll see a sequence and, I'll, and, I'll, and then I'll think, oh, I wish the entire film could have done that could have been like that and there are several sequences like that in here and the opening is definitely one of them it's very epic very big feeling i don't want to tell you exactly what's going on because i don't want to spoil it um but it does feature uh, david bowie's space oddity so and and that was it was a tremendous amount of fun so that that blew me away um and dane dehan is just <laughs> terrible he really so bad it took me probably half of the movie just to get over him every single time he spoke and when he's off screen i really really enjoyed the movie i was sad <laughs> i was sad <laughs> when when he when he comes back in so um i don't know dane dehan was just just i was really disappointed because i enjoyed him in chronicle which was several years ago now and didn't mind him a ton as a, a green goblin harry osborne in the amazing spider-man but here, he, uh, maybe he was just awful back then, and I don't remember it. But it, it was bad here. It was like a, it was honestly like a high school kid trying to act. It was, it was that bad. And to be entirely fair, it's not like he had a lot to work with. When when somebody gives you a line like, "I'll delete my playlist for you," when you're right? yeah, when your character is built around sexual harassment, it's right. a little difficult to <laughs> you know make that right. work. So it's not entirely his fault, but man, it is it is rough. The script is very uneven. It's clunky in places, and the dialogue is downright awful at times. I think I mentioned to you when we were texting last night, Aaron, I said uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 is going to have a field day with this movie in a few years, and they absolutely will. Yeah. At the same time, this is a movie for me that is more than the sum of its parts. I had a really, really good time. I would. I don't think I would defend. I wouldn't defend this film as being great cinema or anything like that. But I had a heck of a time. It's visually stunning and and fun at times too. So the dialogue isn't awful all the times. There there <laughs> there are some good bits. Can I can I just jump of in? course I just yeah. Also want to emphasize what you meant in terms of like the intro. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. I wanted the entire movie, and I was hoping that it was going to keep going in this direction because I was like. You are showing us something fresh, something different, full of emotion, full of just drop. Like, I yep. wanted that. And then it yeah. goes away. And yeah, goes I know. Away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it blew everybody away for us as well. And, you know, mm-hmm. the Mystery Science Theater 3000 comment last night had me literally laughing out loud in, in my car because it's absolutely right. I mean, we were laughing throughout the movie out loud as an audience and it was not at the jokes so that Mm -hmm. tells you the kind of dialogue that we're talking about here it's the kind that you find funny because it's so grown worthy i mean there are moments in this film where you're like vivid visually like you're you're you want to stand up and just shake your hands at the screen like what is going on what are you doing why are you saying that i i do a couple quick things Uh, i mentioned briefly i kind of made a joke there about dane dehan's character being a sexual harassment or sexual harasser. This movie has an undertone of sexuality that I was not expecting, and that's why I bring that up. Because I took my 14-year-old daughter. Some of it went over her head, thankfully. But right off the bat, this movie starts off this, the two leads' relationships in a very weird way. 
Um, it's it's got a it's just got this strong sexuality kind of thing going on. Blaine mentioned a playlist, and that's a big part of it. Um, and then, you know, when Rihanna's character comes into play, I, her, what her character is, and uh, there's another actor the cameo that i was surprised by that i really enjoyed um but what his character is i was not expecting that i guess from the style of this film i was viewing it much more as a young adult property and i felt like the script leaned much more in an adult manner which is weird because the whole teen romance which just to me felt so tacked on so forced no chemistry between these two actors is clearly in there to pander to a young adult audience so yeah it's it's very strange how they how the song mashes these two things together it is well i I think that kind of goes into what you were saying blaine like it felt like two uh, an unbalanced script because in the beginning it was very uh erotic or something i don't know the best way to put it. it it just wasn't an organic relationship because the whole time i was like i don't believe anything you guys are telling me you know but then towards the end we get kind of I don't know, Disney-ish when it comes to the concepts of relationships and things like that. And I was just like, how do we go from there to this? And and then, it, and then it ends by going right back to the where it started. Um, exactly. I do want to point out, I my expectation for Kara was that she was going to be awful. I was very, very pleasantly surprised by her performance. In fact, I thought she mm-hmm. was awesome. I thought she did a very good job. In fact, I thought she outshined Dane DeHaan by, you know, light years. She, she held her own and I liked her and I would be excited to see something else that she's in. Um, so that's a, that was a pretty cool plus for me as well. Outside of that. I, yeah. Um, my 14 year old daughter, I'll give you her opinion as well. She really enjoyed it. Um, she was a little bit surprised and confused cause she, we started left the theater and she's like, dad, did everybody hate it? And I was like, why don't you tell me what you thought? She's like, no, all the critics, all your friends are laughing. Why did they hate it? They hated it, didn't they? And I'm like, just just tell me what you thought. And, you know, I tried to coax it out of her. And she didn't want to be the the one voice that said she liked it when she thought everybody should hate it. And it was an interesting thing for us to have a discussion about because this is a big deal in film criticism these days. And, and it, it was very poignant to me to see that having an impact on my young daughter, right? The fact that, I had a yeah. similar experience at Dunkirk. Really? Because I wasn't blown away while the entire row of critics that I'm sitting with are like, oh, five stars, yay. And I'm just like, ooh, I, what did I miss? Is something wrong with me? Right. And yeah, and, like, and it's not. And there's that social peer pressure, I guess, yeah. there. So I. I thought that was an interesting conversation to have and one that, um, you know, it, listeners, if you're keep in mind what we preach here about every movie making you making you feel something is is true you know and that's okay you may love this movie and that's fine blaine enjoyed it it sounds like a little bit more than e-man and i e-man and i were at least entertained by it probably not something we're gonna go revisit um (laughs) definitely not for e-man he's shaking his head right now but um but you know that's kind of what Valerian is, I guess. And so if it sounds like something you might be interested in, we urge you to go check it out because it, here's the thing. And I think they would both Blaine and Eman will agree with me on this. If you have any interest in seeing this film, go see it in a theater. Would you guys agree with that? 
Absolutely. Yep. I would I would only give the caveat of make it a matinee. Because okay. I feel as though if I paid sixteen, seventeen, twenty dollars to go see it, that would just kind of bother me. Okay. And that's only because I'm very frugal. That's <laughs> fair. Like, no, that's that's a... all for like five bucks, six bucks or whatever. Mm. Eh, okay. I knew what I was getting into. It's fine. Good. Good good clarification. Okay, guys. Well, I appreciate you guys being here. We're going to cut this one off so that uh, people can get done with this and hopefully decide whether or not they're going to go buy tickets uh, to see the movie this weekend. Blaine, where can people find you on the internet if they want to hear more of your work and your projects? Sure. You can find me on Twitter. I'm sure there will be a link in the description. And you can find my Star Wars podcast at home one radio anywhere you can you get your podcasts at you can also find my other movie podcast real world rewind uh, at realworldtheology.com or again on overcast or the podcast app so that's where you can find me great what about you emmanuel yeah as always uh just google eman's movie reviews and you'll find something about me and i guarantee it'll connect to everything else um definitely eman's movie reviews is the main site where you get spoiler free movie reviews um if you really want to connect with me get on facebook come to the fan page we can talk about movies uh watch trailers the latest news we can argue you might lose it's okay um but it's definitely tons of fun uh i am dibbing and dabbing into the whole podcast thing Right now, we're just doing spoiler discussions after the movie. So after you check out a spoiler-free review, a couple days later, I'll post something where you know you can go on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever the kids are going nowadays for those things, and uh, check out some uh, spoiler discussions where it's usually going to be me and another critic, and we're giving our discussion, our, our opinions and reactions. So, but yeah, definitely check me out. Eman's movie reviews. Awesome, and you can always find me all over the internet at Aaron L. White, A-A-R-O-N-E-L-W-H-I-T-E on Twitter, Facebook, etc. And both these guys are active in the Feel and Film Facebook group, so you can find them there chatting away and commenting on various discussion topics pretty much all day long as well. So thanks for listening. We appreciated it and hope that we were able to give you the info you need to decide whether or not Valerian is worth seeing for you. Until next time... Stay positive and keep feeling film.